Welcome back to Lead at Work and at Home. I am Mark Greenberg, and I am so happy you've taken just a couple of minutes to join me today. Big news, we've just hit number 2,000, 2,000 downloads. I get this update from a company called Buzzsprout, and with big graphics and fireworks saying, congratulations, you've just hit 2,000 downloads. And for me, that was a really big accomplishment, and I'm looking forward to continue to putting out what I hope is really engaging and interesting content. I also want to thank those of you who continue to email me and share with me your thoughts. It really means a lot to me to know that you're listening and that a lot of the things that we're talking about, you can relate to. This week, I'm going to share with you my adventure. I would probably say out of all of the moments in my life over the last three years, I've never felt a better sense of being proud than I did over the last week. As many of you know, I focus a lot of my time working with small companies and businesses, all centered around leadership, engagement, how to bring a sense of fun, focusing on social emotional development within employees, and really trying to set a course where you can engage the highest level of productivity and improve climate and culture. I try to do this in my own summer business, and I've really enjoyed having a chance to meet so many people who are wanting the same thing for their company. However, the last week, my life has taken a pretty exciting turn. I was named a preferred vendor for a fairly large franchise system, and I've been able to start working with some of these companies remotely, and they've also started to fly me out to their places to see. And so I'm going to share with you my adventure. As I was telling my wife the other day, for many people, my what I'm going to share with you might be very matter of fact. If you're a businessman or woman and you travel a lot, you're accustomed to the excitement and the sometimes anxiety it takes to get away. So I'm going to share with you just my experience, and I hope that you can really get an idea of where I am. And I've shared with you struggles But if I'm going to share with you struggles, I also need to recognize my own triumphs and to to be okay with acknowledging how proud I am of myself. So I was headed to Brooklyn, woke up on a Tuesday morning and flew out from Chicago over to LaGuardia. I did upgrade to first class. I'm not going to lie. The client did not pay for it. I paid the extra money. It was not that much money. But if I'm going to leave that early in the morning, I'm going first class. As I get into my seat, there's a woman sitting next to me. I would describe her in her probably late 60s, early 70s, very attractive, like a Nancy Pelosi. I think I have a crush on Nancy Pelosi, which is a little strange, but um, oh well. But very polished, very put together, and I sit next to her ready to take a nap. And we just start talking. And the woman was incredibly articulate She had a lot of confidence and she was holding a book on her lap called Henry by Henry Kissinger called Leadership, which then I said, huh, well, that's what I do for a living. So let's chat it up. She then told me what she did and what she has accomplished in her life. Her name is Bonnie and I'll leave it at that. And Bonnie is a former ambassador to Finland. She was named ambassador by George Bush in 2002 and served as an ambassador She then moved on to being the first ever cheerwoman of the American Red Cross. And for 90 minutes, we had this amazing conversation regarding her experiences with 
Henry Kissinger. Now, I am a bit younger than this woman, and I did not have a knowledge of Henry Kissinger, except knowing that a lot of his notoriety took place during Watergate. And she started to tell me that she's best friends with him. She was at his birthday party a few weeks ago talking about Richard Nixon and talking about how many people had him misunderstood. Obviously, this woman was a Republican because she actually worked in the Republican National Convention under, I believe, Bob Dole. And we had this great conversation. And then midway through, I decided to go into my bag and take out a book that I wrote. And the book, obviously, is Elevated Leadership. And I handed her the book and said, hey, Bonnie, I know that I'm not Henry Kissinger, but I do have a very unique approach to leadership. And so sitting next to me then was this woman, the book by Henry Kissinger, and the book by Mark Greenberg. I asked her for a business card. I invited her to be a guest on my podcast. She did not give me a firm yes. She mentioned that she does a lot of speaking. And I said, but come on, we've had this great time. So I'm going to reach out to her. I hope that she'll join. But if not, that was quite the experience. So I land in LaGuardia at about 10, 1030 in the morning. I take a 45-minute Uber over to Brooklyn where I met with my client. We worked from about 12 to 3, all centered around ways to run effective meetings, onboarding, hiring practices, ways to promote positivity in your work environment, to honor and to start traditions. Then at about 3 o'clock, I had a break for about three, three and a half hours. And so I decided to do something that I've never done before, and that is walk New York City. So I left where I was. It was about a mile and a half to the Brooklyn Bridge. So I put on my headset. My, it's not my headset. That would be like the 80s Jane Fonda. I put on my earbuds and started walking down the Brooklyn Bridge for the very first time in my life. And let me tell you, it was an amazing experience. 55 degrees, a bit hazy, a bit overcast. You could clearly see the skyline. You could see the Statue of Liberty. I had not been to New York City in probably north of 20 years. And here I am as a businessman now taking an exploration in something that I was doing that a year ago. If you would have told me I'd have a chance to do this, I would have said no way. I get to the end of the bridge and there is a Hebrew national hot dog vendor. So, of course, I had to have a nice hot dog. Uh, no ketchup, obviously, celery salt, um, the toppings that you would put in a hot dog, mustard, relish, and um, what else? Onions. I think I said onions. And then I set out to go on a journey, and that journey was to take me to Ground Zero, which was another two and a half miles. So as I walked through New York City, I was able to see just the most amazing blend of people from all walks of life, nationalities, ethnicities, different corners where they had corner people selling food. And I was just so engrossed with being aware of what I was doing and walking around. And as I approached ground zero, the whole mood changed, became very quiet. I had these thoughts of reading the names of the people that perished. There were dedications to the firefighters and the first responders. And as you, as I approached the area, they had these gorgeous like waterfalls with people's names embedded around. And so I stayed for about 15 minutes, closed my eyes, took some deep breathing, saw pigeons flying around. And then I started making my journey back over the bridge, which was another four miles. So I get back to my client at about 630. 
and I looked at my phone and I had just walked eight miles, which was pretty awesome. I then sat down, prepared my notes, and then I proceeded to do a 45-minute team-building workshop with 50 employees. This was centered around professional development as well as personal development. It was amazing. I was able to bring a lot of the things I do for my summer camp and apply that to them with a spin on customer service. 8.30 rolls around, and I'm pretty freaking tired. Get my Uber. I'm not going to lie. I think I might have ingested an edible. Don't tell anyone, although it is legal, but I just want to share that sidebar with you. And I'm driving now from Brooklyn back to LaGuardia by the airport, check into my hotel about 9.30, set my alarm to get up at 4.30 because I have a 6 a.m. flight from LaGuardia back to Chicago. Wake up, won't lie, flew first class home. I'm a first class kind of guy. Settled into my house, came home to a quiet house, and just lied on the couch, and that was my adventure. Nailed it. The following Sunday, I had a 7 p.m. flight to Cleveland. Never been to Cleveland before. Spent a day with my kids and wife, took an Uber to the airport at 7 o'clock, arrived at the airport only to find that my plane was grounded. It took three hours for them to find a new plane, a new gate, and then... We left about 10.30 in the evening. I arrived in Cleveland because of the hour time change about midnight. Got to my hotel about 12.30 in the morning. Set my alarm for 6.30 to get up because I had to be with my client at 8.30 in the morning. Of course, the Ubers, two Ubers canceled when I was trying to get from my hotel to my client. Went to my client, did this amazing day of personal professional development for about six hours Really fun, great group of people to work with. I then got back into my Uber, went back to Cleveland Airport for my 6.30 flight. And as I'm walking through the airport, I run into a guy I've not seen in 10 years. And his name is Aaron. Aaron worked for me at my camp. I actually introduced him to his wife. Sadly, I learned that his mother had passed away several years ago. And so it was really cool to kind of connect. As I was going to my gate, I ran into a former student and his father, which was kind of wild. And so now I'm on this total adrenaline rush. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And I get on the plane and there is a mother and a baby next to me. And the mom says, my sister's sitting over there and she has cancer. Why she told me this? Don't know. Would you mind if you switch seats with me? And so I looked up and saw the woman was obviously did not have her hair. And I said, of course I would sat down, switched seats. And as I sit down, the person in the middle was an Orthodox Jew. Now, out of all the people on the plane, out of 185 people, I end up with sitting next to a man who was wearing a yarmulke, a traditional head covering, and he had a talus bag, and he was clearly an Orthodox Jew. Or I shouldn't say that. He was clearly Jewish, and I inferred that he happened to be Orthodox. For those that don't know, I actually have anxiety of flying. It's something that I'm getting working with. Uh, And I literally have some OCD. When I walk on a plane, I have rituals. I have to touch the plane a certain way when I walk in. I also am not that religious, but I do a prayer called the Tefillah Haderic, which is the traveler's prayer. So as the flight's taking off, I look at this man and I said, hey, I'm about to do the Tefillah Haderic prayer. Would you join me? 
and he whispers to me, he's like, are you Jewish? And I said, my last name's Greenberg. I think I'm Jewish. We did the prayer. And then we talked for the next 90 minutes about Judaism. Gastro doctor from Cleveland going to Skokie for a wedding shared with me about why I should study the Talmud, trying to convince me that I should go into this area. And it really changed his life. I arrived back to my home at 830 in the morning, excuse me, 830 in the evening, saw my family and moved on with my day. Quite the week. What I want to say, though, is what made my week was the was the way that I connected with other people. And these are random people, strangers. I wish I would have made a list out of all the people that I met from Veronica at the hotel who put the eggs together to the woman at the front desk who helped me check in to the people who are walking down the street, picking up garbage. It was for me such an experience to get out, which I have not done lately. You know, for me, as I'm developing and growing my business, oftentimes I am sitting at home. And so for me to get out and share and to be a part of people's lives and to talk to Uber drivers and listen to them, it made me really proud. And what I want to share with you is I have struggled and I've told you this for weeks, but I also want to acknowledge the triumphs in that in spite of our struggles, we never, never stop. We get punched, we get pushed, we hit walls, we have negative thinking, we sometimes want to quit, but we don't. We continue to move forward. And I think if we can think of that as the trademark of who we are, about putting one foot off the bed, accomplishing, having an intention, having a goal. And for me, my intention is to connect with human beings. I think it's such a rarity that we don't do that. Our heads are down when we walk. We don't say hello to people. We're in Ubers and we're in our own little world, but it just takes something simple like saying, hey, what's the best part of your job? Wow, it's amazing how clean you keep this because I can tell how much pride you take in the work. The person who's serving your water, the acknowledgement of people that you normally don't see, the people in the airport, the service men and women who are overseeing and protecting our freedom, buy them a cup of coffee, shake their hand, acknowledge them. So what I want you to do is I'm going to leave you with a great quote. And I am on this mission to continue to change my relationship to the way that I think. And as I said last week, it is far more important for you to be proud of yourself than for you to tell someone that you're proud of them. So I'd like to acknowledge on this podcast how proud I am of myself in a very non-narcissistic way of what I accomplished over the last week in my life. And I hope you're able to enjoy the story and find a little bit inspiration into things that you do and knowing that you are literally one step away from making a change. And I leave you with this amazing quote from one of the greatest American actors we've ever had. I came here tonight. I didn't know what to expect. I see a lot of people hating me, and I didn't know what to feel about that, so I guess I didn't like too much that either. During this fight, 